It matters not how high your walls soar. It matters not how many will answer your call. It matters not how keen your blade glimmers, nor how bright burns your hearth fire. The wolf waits, the wolf waits in darkness for us all. From the Lay Grimnor Cold Tongue, the Fenrisian Sagas. Welcome to the Don't Lose Your Head podcast, episode 50, halfway to 100. Yeah. That person you just heard there, that's Nicholas, and I'm Morten. And as you could guess from the intro, maybe, this is a Space Wolves episode. Yeah. Vulka Fenrika. Vulka, the route. Known so this, is by our, this is our home turf. Yeah, this is uh, personal. We've kind of avoided it because we're like, mm, we don't like stereotypes. Um, like, we don't identify as wolf brethren just for b- living in the north. Uh, we have advanced beyond pillaging and stuff. Uh, today, we are more about uh, being equal and like taking out parental leave and such things. Uh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Remember, this is a millennials podcast. Apparently, now I, since I found out I'm also a millennial, I'm going all in for it. Like, fuck it, let's embrace it, Nicholas. Let's make this. Let's trigger people. <laughs> Whenever people talk to us, we should just look up from our phone screen and say, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my my life is on on the internet. <laughs> Speaking of which, I got a. <laughs> From last show, I got a, a listener, an actual listener mail from uh, Henry Steele uh, saying, get on Instagram, you barbarian, basically. So um, <laughs> might have to look into that. Uh, also, uh, lots of uh, lovely mails from uh, Axel Trumpfeller. Uh, I think he's maybe the biggest fan of the show now. I mean, I mean, since we haven't heard anything from Magic Mike, who turned into Akimi, uh, yeah, for a while. So yeah. So it's like... De- decades worth of shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you say that? Like tens, tens of shows in abundance? That a decade tens. of show? Oh, yeah. A, a, wait, a score. A score of shows. Score, yeah. A centurion is 100, right? What is a... Is it a decim, decimal? Yeah. A de- Several dozens of shows ago. <laughs> yeah. This is so, how we have to talk while we're doing a Space Wolf episode. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so it's like, well, it's Axel on the way of taking over a uh, best uh, fan of the show. He's, he, he, <clears throat> he actually said we were the uh, best show, uh, Harris' show in Sweden. So, you know, <laughs> well, time to step it up, guys. <laughs> what was the name of our fan club again that we made up for ourselves? The Headless Horseman, maybe? Or uh, head, head, head Givers? <laughs> head Takers? <laughs> I don't know. We haven't decided. Our, our uh, fan club consisting of us. Yeah. So it's I like we have two fans. It's Axel and uh, uh, Magic Mike, who might not be listening anymore, or Akimi. Uh, so should we allow them both to be in the fan club, or should we like throw down a knife and like ma- <laughs> decide once and for all who is fan the biggest one. fan? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy that someone listens to the show. <laughs> Makes me makes me so happy. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> this episode mainly going to be about the Space Wolves. I've done my homework. I'm going to teach you all about them. Uh, but before that, there's not really any anything new that's come out since the last show, I believe. 
But um, uh, what's happened in your life, Nicholas? Anything you'd like to talk about, share with the audience? Building, building Mechanicum. Oh, still. yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Like, nice yeah. games. I really like their, the, the Macroidic Explorador might be one of my favorite tanks. It's such a cool kit. Yeah. Are they generally like a lot of bits in the, uh, or a lot of components in the Mechanicum kits? No. Like they're no. pretty oh. easy to assemble. Like this Macroidic Explorador. Yeah. The, the entire like track of one side is just one huge piece. Oh, okay. So like a Spartan or something. Yeah, with oh. the with the treads molded on. Oh, awesome! Amazing. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, putting those on my lander Proteus has sucked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but is the central piece? Is that also just a solid resin the, piece? No, or? that's really cool because like it's uh, this. Uh, it's like a squared cylinder. If you uh -huh. get what I mean. Like, wait, uh, wait, what? It's pretty long. It's pretty long. <laughs> It's like a, does that make? Could you say? Does that make sense? A, a squared cylinder, or I don't know. No, I don't know geometry. Really. <laughs> well, it's like a, it's, it's long. Yeah, it's like a, like a long box, but it's just mm -hmm. four pieces. So it's like someone mm -hmm. just took a kitchen knife and squared up a fillet, and then you just oh put really four pieces together. Yeah, <laughs> what? But and it doesn't create any strange like. Mold lines, or well, not, or like lines between the the bits, then, or uh, no, because they put like they have these uh, like edges mm -hmm. on it, like they okay. like some curves, some molded on details that goes okay. on like where you glue it together, so you don't see the the rim. It's <laughs> such a strange way, though. Of, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> huh. you just like stack it together like a tower, you just let it dry. Okay. Yeah, but then it's still uh, not hollow pieces, right? It's is it no. just solid? They're, it must yeah, weigh solid. a lot. Yeah, it's like going back to me the metal days, <laughs> but now it's <laughs> just resin. Uh, yeah, this is a really nice kit. Um, hmm. like one of my favorite tanks for sure. So cool. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. And who's gonna ride in it? Is it? Uh, was it 10 or 12 transport capacity? 10 or 8 if you have an exporter array. Okay. So either my Myrmidons or Thralls. Yeah. Swoop. Yeah. And so, you? Have you painted any more Ultramarines? Uh, yeah, uh, but nothing is finished, as usual. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, just going on. I'm going to, after Everything the show, I'm going to... Everything started, nothing is finished. Yeah. After this show, I'm going to sit down and just plow through. Nice. This is serious plowing. Mm. <laughs> but I, I had some... Um, uh, I started thinking about a list. It's uh, both for um, the Lost of Arii and for BSK, when I'm going to fight you. Um, so it, they kind of tie in together, in a way, uh, because I started thinking, like, oh, hmm, uh, how, like how to go about if I want to use fortifications or... Um, the uh, Lords of War. And I felt like, I just suddenly felt like, well, basic stuff such as Force Orcs and shit, I just felt, wait, but how does it actually work? I mean, <laughs> how, wh what's like, what's to say, you know, which one can I take? Is, are they limited or what, what's going on? Because usually I take the Crusade Force Orc, right? The original. Uh, yeah, the original. 
But then, of course, you have rights of war. And a right of war, is that then in some kind of, um, if you would have a, a rank, what has like priority? Is, does the right of war, could that limit you from taking a force org? Or could a force org limit you from taking a right of war? Yes. Do they... So I, I've, like, uh, I've done s- studies into this. Yeah? Uh, because there's just shit all over in these books. It's, sometimes it's not really laid out. So like when I was building my tank company, I really mm-hmm. needed to make sure what I could do. And I made a fucking mistake. Uh, so it says like uh, on the alternative force org in the marine book, mm-hmm. I think it says uh, if you're doing Leviathan. Yeah. And uh, I think it's one more. Maybe it's the Castellan. Then you can Castellan and Rosewood. And Leviathan. Oh, yeah. There, oh, yeah. Okay. So there's Onslaught, Castellan, and Leviathan, the optional ones, right? Yeah. And it says somewhere there that you can't take a right away. I can't remember on top of my head. Maybe it's just Leviathan, or maybe it's all three of them. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, when playing Horus Heresy games using these alternative charts, the rights of war rules for the Space Marine Legions may not be used in conjunction with them unless spe- uh, specifically mentioned in the mission. Oh, yeah. shit. Uh, okay. But then there are some more Force Orgs, like uh, the Somertalis Force Org, uh, mm-hmm. and there's the Attacker and Defender for Somertalis. And while using those ones, you may still use Rights of War. Okay, okay. Interesting. This is very interesting. So, for example, um, for for BSK, when I'm going to be fighting you and a, a bunch of other loyalist swine, swines, you know, oh, uh, I uh, I was thinking of uh, hotting up my Emperor's children somehow. I, I want to spice it up somehow. Uh, and I'm thinking about using the right of war um, <laughs> sacrificial offering. Mm, fine, right of war. Yeah, so I'll uh, use some of my cultists as a bait, and they'll basically start on the battlefield in uh, in a fortification, and yeah. then all my marines will start uh, from reserves, and they all gain outflank. Yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. I think <laughs> I think it's gonna be really cool. Uh, and I, I mean, it's kind of fluffy because the emperor's children are even said to be the ones who instigated this with uh, building the perfect fortress and such things. Yeah. Um, so. Um, uh, well, however, like th- then I have to take a uh, uh, fortification, right? Yeah. But then I can only take the normal force org, so I can only take one fortification in that choice uh, uh, sense. Mm-hmm. And then I start looking at fortifications. If and if I want to take like a trench line, because I'm thinking about the wall of martyr, um, wall of martyrs. Mm-hmm. Um. Then I can only take like two sections of wall as like one choice, mm-hmm. uh, which is like, and it's like you know, for fifty points or ish something. Like you, you would, you feel like the, you should be able to take, you know, oh, I want to take uh, four sections here, and I want blah 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 and blah blah blah. But they're yeah, one but, choice each, right? Yeah, can't you take it? Like if you take uh, one of those bastions, yeah, you can take a bunch of more stuff, can't you? Like Aegis defense lines and shit to put outside. Um, you, you mean more like a grade than like an option that you can add or something? Yeah. 
I think I need to look into that more. But when I just looked at the the trench lines, they're like in the new uh, in the Bible. Uh, you're like, oh, I want you can buy so just like two pretty straight, uh, pretty straight, uh, uh, you know, parts yeah. with blah, blah like up to it's two. I really two hate those with... hate those kits. There's yeah, it's... like nice bunkers, but then like the entire outside is just filled with dead cadence and skeletons. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But I, I will, I will convert them some, uh, some way or like cover it with dirt. I or think, something like, I think you should do a bastion though. Like, imagine just uh -huh. making a like a pleasure tower. <laughs> for your okay. This, yeah, this, yeah. Take like uh, maybe the, that old sanity kit, but there's like a uh, like a stone tower with a stone uh -huh, uh -huh. on the outside. Imagine taking that and just having like sex orgy on top and just heavy bolters again. <laughs> like really going for the pleasure pleasure tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could work. Some like nice Persian carpets, some yeah. uh, demonets hanging around, going down on each other. <laughs> I'm not sure that will be allowed in the. You know. Oh wait, no, it's BSK. Then it will be allowed. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where would it not be allowed? You're no, it's not like it's worship to play. No, that's true. But I thought like in Malmo in the Avaria event, it's they have like several events at the same time. It's like the war gaming event. It's probably more official. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. maybe so not you just have to cover it with a cloth or something. Yeah, I'm yeah, exactly. Eyes, children. <laughs> you dare not look at this. Uh, no, but I, I, I like. I like the idea with a, a trench line also more like because then I can use it as terrain just for other battles as well. Um, and I, I can, you, I can cover up the cave. You can use a sex tower? Oh, of course, of course. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do both, of course. But uh, <laughs> I just feel like in the rules, it's so weird that there are different options. So it's like two pieces of uh, trench line with up to four end pieces. And like, okay. Uh, or you can get uh, an emplacement, which is like a... a part that is a bit wider so you can put a heavy heavy support team or something there uh and it's like why not make it one choice like one fortification is made of of a trench line you can take one two yeah, but four I think they are somehow these. like they used to be but uh, well, i i need like, to, when, I you need took to a, when you took a wall of modder you could take a bunch of different pieces that would be yeah one choice. yeah but i'm not sure i need to go through the the bible again then to look because otherwise it's like what the fuck? Can I only take one fortification? Otherwise, I felt I would need to take the Castellan Force Org, which allows up to four uh, fortifications. But then, uh, then now I learned that I can't take a right of war. So, mwah, mwah. it's odd. And then in the other case, uh, for my Ultramarines, if I want to ally knights in, uh, and I'm not, like, regardless if, if I'm running a right of war or not, uh, if I'm taking the standard, you have the option of a Lord of War. Uh, but if you read, you can also see that you can take a, a super heavy war, uh, well, a war machine, war machine detachment, oh, yeah, one, yeah, to two, yeah. one to two super heavy vehicles of the same unit type, each with a hull point value of eight or less. Blah blah blah. They, yeah. yeah, two knights. Uh, yeah, so that that would work for knights, but they have to be the uh, same unit, unit type, super heavy walker. Oh wait! Oh, so it's not the same type. Uh, it's no, not it's the not same the entry. Same, yeah, it's not the same uh, unit entry. It's the same it's type. It's yes. Super heavy walker or super heavy ah. tank. Oh, chip. Will exist. Super That's heavy perfect. Walker. 
It's perfect because I was uh, I was looking at. I mean, I have one with a thermal cannon and one with a battle cannon, and they're different units in the books. So I'm like, oh no, does that stop me from taking them? But I think actually, and I think both of them together are less than 750 points, which is the limit for a 3,000 point game. So that could work then, I guess. Yeah, hmm. Uh, hmm. because when you're using the uh, sacrificial offering, mm-hmm. you're you're already taking up the allied slot, are you? Uh, yeah, that's true. But but that's another list. Oh yeah, yeah. So b- that's... because uh, you could always just take it as allies, like allied knights. That would actually be the game your superior alternative, because then they won't give up. Uh, Lords of War points if they die. Ah, ah, even better. Oh shit. Okay, that's int- oh yeah, 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 of course. So yeah, when I'm playing Ultramarines, I'll take them as my allies, and yeah. then they won't be. Mm. And then one of them gets to be a Seneschal or something, and then they don't even. Then I can spend as many points as I want on them, right? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Reasons. Look at that learning. Morton finally learning. Stepping outside the comfortable <laughs> box of playing just Space Marines. <laughs> no Lords of War, no fortifications for so long. Oh, but I just look at these four swords and it's like a jungle. It's like, oh, uh, will this be allowed? What's allowed? What's not allowed? Okay, but shit, that's good. So uh, I could then, for my uh, Empress children, take cultist allies and have uh, knights as Lords of War then. Yes. Also, okay. Hmm. And a fortification. My God, all the shit. Um, okay, good. So you've given me something to think about, uh, and I'm giving you. I'm giving you a heads up. I think we're gonna discuss a bit our list uh, when we get closer to BSK, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I've, of course, like, I, of course, I want to try to win over you. But uh, I don't mind telling you that I'm gonna like outflank most of my legionaries. <laughs> I think it's gonna be cool. I think so. Yeah, yes. I'm looking forward to BSK. Yeah, yeah it's going to be good. Still not sure what I'm going to run. I'm yeah? Smash dicks with armored breakthrough or mm-hmm. bring my land raiders or I will do, do a bit of a mix. Yeah? It's supposed to be like the remnants of uh, a bunch of units fighting there. Okay, in, in, in the fluff, do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, then I, I should definitely start by reading the fluff and then make up the list. But uh, I'm sure there were some cultists surviving. <laughs> uh, cool, okay. Do the sex tower, Morgan. Yeah, 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 you can get one of those like, ridiculously oversized uh, dildos as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I like the chaos bastion upgrade kit. Just put spikes on it and, and chains and shit. Yeah, just make some holes with some heavy bolters. Have it slightly wiggling, like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I love it. This is your solution for everything. I just put some holes and put heavy bolters in them. <laughs> oh, yeah, then everything looks like a bastion. So just get a pumpkin, drill some holes in it, put some heavy bolters in. Keep the... <laughs> oh, sex tower. Mm, I need to get some of those uh, dark elf sex slaves decorated with Oh yeah, yeah, that's the slavery. Oh yeah, Uh, holy shit! (laughs) Okay, this PG eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Uh, I'm gonna make uh, 
<laughs> a censored uh, <laughs> sex tower. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add before we go into the main segment? No, I am uh, I'm all sex towered out. Okay, you <laughs> you got it out of your system. That's good. So uh, all, we're going to listen to some music. And we're going to come back with the Space Wolves. Ow, ow, ow! Who let the dogs out? Time to talk about the sixth legion, the Space Wolves. 
the um, Werewolf Vikings. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, what's your initial thought of the Space Wolves? Like, yeah, before I start going through the, the background. So, like, my first contact with Space Wolves, mm-hmm. way back, is when I actually went to London, uh, went to a games workshop store, and I bought like the the current Space Wolf Codex, uh-huh. which was just a like a pamphlet. It was like. <laughs> I think it was like an add-on to the Space Marine Codex. So you had to have the Space Marine Codex and then you had this one as well, maybe. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's just like an expansion. Or maybe it was an entire codex, but it's just, it was like a pamphlet size. So, uh, <laughs> so thin that like the, the back of it was pointy. It wasn't like a, a, a whole book, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, and yeah, with the, like the Space Wolf, with the red hair screaming, holding an axe, yeah. just slaying an orc. That that iconic space wolf picture. Oh yeah, <laughs> with the crazy uh, hair. Yeah, uh, I bet his name is Bjorn. Yeah, yeah, or Stan, or Runar, Orvar. Uh, it's always been very strange for us, right? With because it's always been inspired by Nordic countries. So it's like, wow, there's Runar on his yeah. frost wolf. It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and those names might sound cool. It sound like in, you know, for, for an American or something, it's like, oh, wow, it's Runar. That's such a Viking name. And for us, it's kind of like, ugh, who the hell is called Runar? Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> grandpa's names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's always like old, older names that are not really cool at the moment. Yeah, uh, yeah my grandpa oh, was wow. named Runa. Okay, yeah. Sverker. Uh, oh, look, there's Greger. <laughs> it's like, hmm, maybe not the most popular name at the moment. Uh, <laughs> so, but I guess the same is probably the same is probably true for like uh, white scars or something. They probably have like, oh, Khan. <laughs> uh, no one is called Khan anymore in Mongolia. <laughs> I uh, yeah, strange thing. Like, because. Are there any? There are no legion names that have like regular names because it just sounds stupid. Like imagine if, uh, uh, if the Death Guard had like just regular English name like Keith, Keith and Ian. Like no one would take those guys seriously. If you're a Superman named Keith. Like, oh my God! It's Sergeant Matt. I'm Matt, yeah. and that's Pat. That's. That's Eric. Eric, yes. Kind of really cool. Eric uh, would work for a space world. Yeah. Just, oh, that shit. Uh, uh, no, they're always like, like uh, from Rome or something or Greek or ancient. They need to be yeah. cool somehow, right? Yeah. Or just some crazy made up name. Yeah. Just, with like, a Z or an X. Yeah. yeah. Just add a letter. But yeah. that, that's the thing with space worlds because they're just so standard names for us. Yeah. But, yeah. So, it seems a bit silly. <laughs> uh, except for Logan. Logan isn't really. Yeah. Is, Lo- is Logan a Nordic name? I don't know. It doesn't sound. No. More it's like just... a Wolverine. Yeah, exactly. After I saw the Space Wolves, like, back in those days, Space Wolves are... The main difference is that they were baby blue compared to the heresy gray. 
that's always yeah. been in the background as well. Yeah. That they were more gray and heresy, which is mm. way more baller. Yeah, definitely. I've and, never been a big fan of the baby blue. And also, like, classic space holes always had, uh, like, their pattern. Like, they had, like, mm-hmm. black and yellow triangles. Mm-hmm. Stuff yeah. like that. And just triangles in general. Yeah. A lot of, they had a lot of their, just their patterns everywhere. And I don't think they yeah. have as much of that in 30K as well. I think they incorporated it somehow, but then put like other cool uh, symbols on top of stuff. Uh, I, I think it's more about like Wolf's Head and tribal runes now. Yeah, yeah, that, I think that's true. But the background can still be like some red or yellow. I, I still like that part. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, those bright colors. Yeah. Uh, especially with the dark gray now, the new color scheme, I think. Yeah. It looks way better. Um, but then, yeah, I don't know. I've never be, been a fan of them in 40k because it was just too too much frost, too much wolf. That's been the problem. <laughs> yeah, you got in at the bad time as well, I think. Uh, yeah. And so like they, the... These were really cool, but... The then, Santa, uh, Santa Claus riding <laughs> a sled. Oh my god, yeah. I got out, I got out of 40k before that. But I remember... Yeah. Uh, in fifth edition, when they released their new codex, and that kind of broke fifth edition because they were so good. Okay, I, I, I've told this story so many times, but like <laughs> people just having whatever marines and proxying them as space wolves. Oh yeah, that's wolves. no, that's that's boring. Yeah, well, were they just like standard marines but better? Or yes. what was the okay? So like a regular marine was sixteen points, had fucking yeah. grenades and a bolter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Space Wolf was 15 points. They had Frank Reckonites, a Bolter, a Close Combat Weapon, and a Bolt Pistol, and Counter Attack, and <laughs> Night Vision. Or Acute Senses. Yeah, yep. yep. Uh, we're going to see some of that later, perhaps, also. Uh, some of it lives on in 30k, but uh, maybe not as bad. Not as bad. Uh, okay, yeah. And then, I don't know. Like the... Well, I... The idea with having wolves running next to it, I can buy that. Like having a, it's like having a, a war dog or something. I think that's kind of cool. You have like a pet that is like fighting for you. Uh, then, then some of them became cyber wolves. Yeah, still okay. Can, could work. I mean, there are other cyberly, gen, like enhanced animals uh, yeah. in in the fluff. Uh, then they started riding wolf, wolves. Uh, never really bought into that. I think that's just. It's retarded. Very, yeah, it's very, very strange. Like, like, what the, like you have this like super intense future war where you have mm. just mega tanks just destroying everything and you're going to ride a wolf. Yeah. It, no, it, it kind of breaks immersion, I, I feel like. Uh, and then there was the, the sled and then <laughs> I, the, the wolfen came out, the werewolves. Yeah, I mean, the, the Wolfen have always been part of the story, and like, yeah. the old models are really cool. Yeah, I, like the, I like the concept of it, but the, the, the new once models... They, just... Once they start wearing jeans, it's just <laughs> downhill from there. I'm, I'm out, I'm out. Imagine, like, uh, imagine Forge were doing something of it. I'm not sure if they would ever incorporate Wolfen in, in the heresy. I'm not sure if they... if it's as big of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, in the old background, they came out with the Eye of Terror campaign fourth edition mm-hmm. and the thing about the wolfen is that they're the 13th great company who went into the war ah and then became yeah 
Yeah, and then yeah. they came out again to fight. And like they have the original dark gray color scheme as well. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, in the in the, the book I read now in the in book seven, Inferno, uh, they talk about that. This was, of course, always the curse of their gene seed. That like uh, like other legions have have problems with the gene seed. That some became just. Uh, crazy animals, more or less. I mean, they didn't have to transform into a wolf, of course, but, but some of them they, did, though. Yeah, some of them did. I guess. Sinted in uh, Thousand Suns, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah, that's true. Where Magnus is just like having <laughs> connection with a wolf that used to be a space marine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there, there are no wolves on Fenris, right? But does that does that mean that all wolves on Fenris are? I guess not, but some of them could be. The, the former space marines yeah i would think so actually because uh-huh. like, there didn't used to be any wolves on fenris but then space wolves came there and some of them transformed and now there are wolves yeah i'm not sure like in the in the background on, on fenris it said something about like there there were spe- uh, like wolves there the wolves of fenris and i'm not sure if, if that's to me that they were there before Lehman russ showed up it kind of sounded like that but i mean uh, who knows who knows what they uh, but it's always been hinted at, I think. Uh, and um, but but then but then they also said sorry they they said that uh, the the curse of the wolf and uh, like uh, yeah people going crazy was a bit prevalent until Lehman Russ came and then he like him adding his gene seed calmed the you know the genes down or however it works. It, it's always like well they Classic. perfected yeah they perfected the the. The gene seed, so that new uh, recruits did not have this problem. But then it came back after, like, a psychic attack from the Thousand Suns during the battle. Like, I guess when Magnus uh, was defeated or something, they were. So it said like they were kind of cursed again after that. So after Prospero, it came back or something. Uh, so who knows? Who knows? But they also talk about that. Was it Thirteenth Company, right? That were. Oh, sorry about that. It disconnected for a second. Okay, good. Well, we just keep going. Didn't. Yeah. Uh, and um, and and and. Anyway, are you ready to hear some of the stories behind the space wolves? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> no. <laughs> the end. Um, so uh, this is based on, as I said, book seven, Inferno. Okay. They are the Space Wolves, the Sixth Legion, led by Lehman Russ, Le Man, Le Man himself. Uh, they have non-official cognomens recorded, but various informal and idiomatic cognomen uh, in constant use. So, we, of course, people refer to them as the Volka Fenrika and uh, the Rout. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Observed strategic tendencies, shock assault, search and destroy, pursuit operation, uh, punitive and excoration campaigns. What's that? No idea. Well, they like to hunt down people like wolves and they punish them. Classic. They, yeah, they basically only inherit the death world of Fenris. And they are fiercely loyal to the emperor. Yeah, yeah, and we'll say that like the Fenris, the name Mm -hmm. is of course from the Fenris wolf, yeah, yeah, Norse mythology. That's good that you say that. I think we should uh, 
whenever we find another like some uh, hint to Norse mythology, we should hint that out a bit. <laughs> yeah. So um, like in the background, like when mm-hmm. I think the Fenris Wolf is like chained up somewhere, but then oh, yeah. the Ragnarok, the end of times, it will be released <laughs> and just I think it swallows the sun. Ah, oh, yeah, and thus ending the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bad wolf. It's a big bad wolf. <laughs> bad dog. Bad. <laughs> uh, the the space wolves are a bit unique because, of course, they were created as part of the trefoil. That is the three legions with like uh, salamanders, alpha legion, and space wolves. Where the alpha legion are the secret police, space wolves are the executioners. And the salamanders are the nice guys. <laughs> we don't. We talked about this before, right? We, we we're not sure what the, the role of the salamanders are, unless it's like that they actually have humanity as a part of them. Yeah, and that they're resilient as fuck. Oh, that's true. That's true. That could actually be their purpose to go into areas that no one else could. Like when you have situations where there's lava everywhere. Like, yeah. oh, it's a good thing I have these lava boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Super resilient. <laughs> uh, and all these legions have, like, their inception is more secretive than uh, the other legions. So it's, oh, of course, not, not that much is known. Uh, but it's known that their initiates were um, picked from hyper-violent barbarian tribes on Terra. <laughs> Girl, I, I just love the terms they just throw out. Uh, <laughs> Ancient, like, Terra pre-unification is such a cool place. I, I wish... They, they, I don't think they should go into the scouring after the crusade. They should go backwards and do, like, unification era with Thunder Warriors and, like, techno-barbarian tribes and they could throw in whatever the fuck they want. It's awesome. It's like a Mad Max kind of war game. Yeah. It would be madness. <laughs> it would be really cool. And they should let uh, John Blanche and all those cool guys lead the design behind mm-hmm. it. <laughs> which which scale would you have that in? Like skirmish or big battles? Like, oh yeah, I think I would start skirmish and then maybe, as as always, people would collect enough to make it big battles. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, no matter what kind of scale you make a game, like people use one more. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Like shaving the computer against your face? <laughs> what What are you saying? <laughs> you're You're making sounds. Oh, like no, you're sorry. Humping your microphone. <laughs> I didn't notice that. My microphone is here, so I don't know what I did. <laughs> oh, I'll try to sit still. Uh, so I, I digress. Um, they were, but instead of like some legions, they just took like, oh, well, wasn't it the Iron Hands would just take basically old uh, England or like yeah. Great Britain? Uh, you I'll, take I'll, it. Albion. Al- right? Yeah, exactly. So, so, so some legions right. were. Oh yeah, they, you take an, a general area and you take most of the population yeah. and you create a legion. Like the, the Night Lords just took people from Albion as well, but the people who have been living underground, they didn't have yeah, the... like, <laughs> murderers and rapists. <laughs> exactly. This will never go wrong. <laughs> and it's kind of similar with the Space Wolves, but they were not, they were actually hand-picked in a way. They took the, you know, the most violent um, people they were handpicked from different tribes all over Terra, basically. And that made the Legion grow very slowly. And they also had problems with their implants and the gene seed. A lot of people died uh, before becoming, uh, yeah, 
marines and uh, thus they couldn't really help much during the unification they were kind of held back they were too small to to help much uh, the first recorded battle actually is a decade into the crusade at uh, Delsvan was a planet called Delsvan that didn't want to cooperate they didn't want to join the imperium so the early 6th legion they weren't space wolves yet uh, they were about uh, three and a half thousand legionaries um, they uh, and this world also that they were attacking it was uh, defiant and it was pretty advanced still had a lot of technology the 6th went in led by commander Enoch it's also a funny Swedish name Enoch Enoch is that a, is that a Swedish name? isn't it? oh wait maybe that's a bible, a bible name right? I don't know. I, I've never Enoch. heard it before. I think you can be called it in Sweden as well, but Enoch, I think, yeah, Enoch is probably a, a biblical character, actually. Enoch Rathwin was the, the leader of the Sixth Legion. He went in uh, with a mass assault, so they bombarded the shit out of everything, and then they just sent in drop assaults on multiple areas at once. Um, so drop pods and, uh, you know, assault carriers and you know, drop ships and whatever. Uh, and unlike it's at first, it seems like sort of that they learned from the Lunar Wolves. It's like, oh, are they going for a decapitation strike? But no, they don't go just straight for the command. They just drop all over the place, and they just start flooding forward on <laughs> on all different fronts. You just have seas of Marines running, and uh, they were basically like the the defenders didn't have time for like shit. Where where is like the main front? The main front is everywhere. Uh, we need to set up, uh, okay, here, let's make a line here, let's dig in here and start to, oh, shit, and then they will just cut down because they didn't have time. They were just rushed. Like a, yeah, they were like a surge yeah, rush. You make them disorganized and not, yeah. like, not give them a break to Exactly, to and, and, and in this panic, you know, so the militia that are fighting, they start panicking, they start running, and then there's tons of civilians just, like, fleeing everywhere. And uh, the the... Sixth Legion just herding them forward, killing loads of them. It was a, a true slaughter, uh, but they, they <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was a true slaughter. A true slaughter, worthy of remembrance. Um, but they at least, well, okay, they they actually uh, at least focused on like one major city. So this they assaulted all over the city, but not all over the, all over the planet. So seeing this, the rest of the planet just surrendered. Uh, it's kind of, you know, you, you start already to see some um, similarities to other legions here. Uh, like, oh shit, damn, they're really excessive. Uh, you know, let's, uh, let, let's start, stop fighting now. <laughs> yeah, like the, that's the story of so many legions. Like, yeah, in the beginning yeah. they were really brutal, and then people saw how brutal they were, and then they didn't resist. And, that's true. And, when they heard that these guys are coming, they just surrendered immediately. Like that's a true. lot of legions have that background. Story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were they were no a bit. They got a reputation that they had bad discipline because it's it's not known if Enoch had control or if it was like after they were unleashed, it was very hard for them to coordinate. It was more like a you know just chaos, like oh they're running everywhere and people yeah. lose control and stuff like that. Um, Classic, classic Berlin Northmen. Like, yeah, they, yeah. they're oh. very self-sufficient. Uh, yeah, and they can take care of themselves, but like they, they don't want to be told what to do. Exactly, exactly. They don't really like that. Um, then they, they started growing, and they, when they were seven thousand, they were still small, but they started to uh, got sent out more in the 
in the crusade and they they had to work with imperial auxilia uh or they would just take care of smaller missions like oh we have a we're fighting here on this big battlefield and we have a problem because we can't break open this bunker and our tons of uh, humans have died okay we'll send in a couple of space wolves then um, so shock assault missions and they also love to hunt for rebels I, I like that idea like a small pack or something oh you know in this city they're trying to rise a rebellion there's a couple of uh, there's some leaders of this group and they seem bad okay and then they you know go down and hunt them in, in dark alleyways imagine being hunted by a space wolf that would be fucking scary um, at this point their armor was unadorned no pelts of any kind uh, but it, it uh, started being known that when they were commanding Auxilia, many of them had uh, the iconography of the Sanghauta. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Basically, uh, twin flaming blades, and the same iconography were used by disciplinary masters, uh, which indicated that they, they quite a lot, they uh, punished the humans they served with. So like if a space wolf were fighting with an auxiliary force, and they started fleeing or something, they would just, you know, punish them, perhaps execute them. They had no problem doing that. It's pretty ironic because these are like, they're a bit rebels, the space wolves. Like, yeah. Not being told what to do. And then they also punish people who don't do what they're told to do. Yeah. Like, it, would make, it would make more sense if you had like a harsh ass imperial fist punching people. Yeah. Like exactly. A, like a none at a catholic school yeah like being really stern yeah but like the space wolves that's the thing also that people don't like the space wolves because they're like a bit hypocritical extremely hypocritical yeah that's true (laughs) i I, yeah 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 and we can come back to that in the end i think because it's i i that's one of the things that i don't like about them uh (laughs) but uh i guess in a way i mean they're always been extremely loyal to the emperor. So I guess that they might themselves, you know, they might not always do as they're told, but the end goal is always to win in the name of the Imperium. And if they see someone flee and not doing their mm. their duty, then they might just, oh, you bastards. They're, they're a bit like, uh, have you seen uh, Marvel Civil War? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're like Captain America. Oh, uh, yeah, you mean, I'm a rebel, but I still fight for... God and country. <laughs> yeah, so like they're fighting for the core beliefs of what they think is right, but yeah. they're not going to be controlled. Kind of. uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so they're, so. Yeah. They're, <laughs> <laughs> the reputation uh, started growing anyway because they won a lot of battles, uh, but it also, they also got known for having a high collateral uh, damage because they, a lot of civilians were killed and they were you know, they were called uh, beasts. They're just beasts. Um, and they, they had problems because they didn't want really to follow rank. They, they actually liked to follow strength instead. So that made problems for this uh, organization. That, yeah. Especially if you have like some military commander, like a hu- basic human coming like, oh, I'm actually a, a general. You should follow me. Like, I want to see what have you, you know, how good are you in battle then? Yeah, wrestle me for it, bro. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'd rather not. Um, so uh, people started comparing them to night lords because of their being so, yeah, like, yeah, they just had a lot of civilians dying. Um, 
and they actually rumors came out that they liked to fight even more when the enemy had already broken. So when the enemy had broken and started fleeing, they of course having this animalistic side just got provoked and started hunting them down uh, because they're like dogs, mm. dogs. Um, and that's where the name came. The, the route also. The route is not originally a positive name, like uh, what was used to, for. Routes of uh, carrion jackals, which were these dogs living on the, the the deserts of Terra that hunted down the weak, and that's why they started calling them the route. It's not a, a good name. And then this is very—I thought this was extremely funny because at this time they were also compared to the warhounds, which at this time, when none had met their primarch, were actually a favored boar because they were also aggressive, but they had control of their aggression, unlike the space wolves. <laughs> Wow, yeah, wow, wow. Look how that ended up. Uh, fucking Angron destroying everything with the nails. Yeah. Crazy uh, guy. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, hounds, they were, of course, the, the war hounds were the hounds of the Emperor. They were the loyal dogs. Dogs. Mm. A space wolf would be more like a uncontrolled. Yeah, it's like no thing with wolves in their name. Like, wolves, like, what do you associate wolves with? They're they're feral. You can't mm. control them. They're yeah. they're like an evil force. When like if you go out to the woods, like oh, mm. where are the wolves? Like, yeah, they're they're the guys you need to watch out for. They're they're not your friends. That's true. But they can also they're also known for fighting in packs and being yeah. loyal within the packs. So I guess that's another another thing. Yeah, uh, just always like going for the weak. Yeah, yeah, they singling out the weak and killing them. That's kind of cool. Cool if you can incorporate that into a fighting force, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that they, if you portray them as not being the good, good guys. It's, I mean, they're super loyal to the Emperor, but it's, it's more fun if they're, or more interesting if they're, you know, a bit shady in the ways that they do this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, their Primarch, Leman Rust, he was actually the second Primarch to be seen at the Emperor's side after Horus. That's, that being said, that's not true. Uh, that doesn't say that he is the second Primarch to be found, but perhaps some other Primarchs needed more training or something before they were ready to take control of their legion or anything. I but he was the second the, Primarch. I wonder if the, the Luna Wolves had taken their name at that time already. Like, yeah, we're the Luna Wolves. Like, oh, you're oh. only the moon? Well, we're going to be in the, the space wars. Yeah. All the space <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I'm not sure. They, don't, they, I, they didn't really say that much about the name. Uh, and I guess it seems a bit silly. Like, mm, I wanted to have that name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so he, he was at least after Horus. And he was before Ferris. So Ferris came after. And yeah. uh, the, he was found on the death world of Fenris. Uh, which we talked a bit about. And Fenris is a, a very bad place to live on. It's a, a lot of oceans. It's a lot of ice. It's a lot of active volcanoes. So it's basically Iceland. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, so they so have there's, a, there's like one, there's only one solid uh, landmass there. Yeah. Doesn't move. And then the rest of the world is floats around on the oceans. Right? Oh, yeah, that's true. I think so. so yeah, it's... They have like year long winters. And yeah all of these tectonic plates just move around. And then, like, for winter, all of the people gather to the, the solid landmass, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you're fuck, right. 
And during the summer, uh, like the, the ocean cracks open a bit and people just go to these other plates and try and get as much resources as they can before the winter comes again. Yeah. And try that's and, a, try a, not to be eaten by Kraken, who a ver- <laughs> are also tournaments. What? Really? I, I think there's like a rumor that there's this high fleet that landed on Fenris and oh. started living underwater or something. Oh, that's interesting. The, uh, is it High Fleet Kraken then? <laughs> I, I don't know. That, that, I think that's a rumor I heard like way back in 40k at least. But I think Neymar Russ kills some uh, Kraken. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Uh, and they are kilometer long oceanic predators. <laughs> kilometer long. That's like, I mean, <laughs> did you really have to make it that? I, I, it's, yeah, it's kind of silly. <laughs> It's an extremely deadly place to live on. And, and you were right, you summarized it very well. The, the one uh, whole continent is known as Asaheim. Something also we can connect, right? Yeah. Isn't that where the, the where god. Thor and the god lives? Yeah, the god home. Because like the, the Nordic mythology, they have... It's like a cake, like a wedding cake of uh, yeah. uh, places to live. So you have yeah. Asaheim at the top, which is like mm-hmm. the home of the gods. And you have Jotunheim, which is the home of the giants, which is also a place in Norway that I've been to. Like a national oh, park yeah, where cool. they have all their big mountains. Uh, yeah. Then you have Niflheim, I think, like the dwarf home. Mm-hmm. Then you have uh, uh, what's our Mid- Middle Earth? Mid- Midgord. Middleheim, uh, I think. Middleheim or Midheim. And Midgord. Yeah, yeah. It's something like that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's where the humans live. And then you have Hell, which is ironically frozen over in Norse <laughs> mythology. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So, yeah, that's interesting. Did they change that then with the Christianing? I guess, was it called Hell? Hell, yeah, I guess. Maybe they, yeah, maybe they couldn't uh, intimidate the Norse by, yeah, if you, if you go to Hell, it's going to be really cold. Like, yeah, it's fucking already really cold. Yeah. Well, oh, well, it's going to be really hot. Oh, shit. <gasps> I don't want to go there. What? What are you saying? <laughs> Sounds terrible. We're going to be sweating. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that's the... uh, also I'm the home yeah. of the gods. And that, that's also where the space wolves have their fortress. Just fitting. That's the fang. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And the, as we talked about the uh, the winters that take for that take like more than a year uh, are known as hell winter. Mm. Mm. So that's another name they've taken. Uh, and and then when the summer is out, uh, every all the, of course the humans have to gather resources, but so do all the indigenous fauna and and crazy predators. They're like, oh my god! So except for the krakens, they have cold adapted saurians like dinosaurs, car- carnivorous dinosaur. <laughs> carnivorous pseudoprimates fucking sasquatch things uh well i guess or uh yetis probably then ursids so bears uh, and fenrician wolves um and uh, it's been speculated that uh when at least in this book there was like a rogue trader who went there and he just described that this world is not natural it shouldn't be like all these crazy fucking predators shouldn't be able to survive here or evolve here humans shouldn't have been able to survive here for so long this planet doesn't make sense and so they kind of speculate that has this planet been like 
created by someone? Was it perhaps even the emperor who uh, created this planet to breed like a, a hard people who he could use later? Um, it's kind of interesting because it, it's also not said like how the emperor found Ferris so quickly because he must have had like they must have had their eyes on Fenris uh, for a long time. Uh, otherwise, why it why is, go there? It is like a a bit of a magic world. And like I don't want to touch on the recent 40k fluff because he's it's just retarded. Yeah, isn't it something like oh, it's kind of like a demonic world, but it's not actually a demonic world, or and and that like they the the space wolves didn't actually use the warp for their magic, but Fenris was magical and used Fenris magic. Yeah, and I, that, <laughs> I don't. That makes it so boring. It's like, oh, they're so good. Oh, wow. But then didn't they also destroy Fenris in 40k? Yeah, I think the Thousand Suns did. And they blew it up. Or maybe, no, wait, the Dark Angels did, right? Well, I don't know. For some reason. I don't know. Crazy future. Let's talk about the, the past that is much, <laughs> much nicer. Uh, the future past, that is. Uh, <laughs> well, when, when Russ arrived, his genetic material helped uh, make the induction much easier. Uh, and uh, or yeah, for the new yeah new inductees. And when he was incorporated with the uh, the sixth legion, then he also brought with him several hundred uh, of his uh, of his closest men. And many of them were quite old, but quite a few of them survived, uh, even though they were probably too old to have these uh, to become uh, marines. But uh, they were so strong because they were from Fenris, and they became his bodyguard, the Varagur. Which means the wolf guard. Oh my god! That comes from uh, like the Vikings from Sweden went down to a bunch of rivers, down mm -hmm. to Constantinople, yeah, Istanbul, to the Byzantine Empire. <clears throat> You're like, hey, who are these guys? And then the emperor there was like, holy shit, look at these guys. They're tall, <laughs> muscular, got great beards, axes <laughs> and shit. Going to be my bodyguard? I'm like, yeah, sure. And they oh, became yeah. the Varangir guard. It's really cool. And they find a lot of coins from down there, up here. Yeah. In, uh, old uh, um, settlements and stuff. One of the Vikings inscribed his name on some pillar. Like, yeah, the oldest <laughs> known graffiti, right? Yeah. Like, Olaf was here or something. <laughs> it's really, that's really fucking cool. In a church or something, I think. Right? Yeah. Cathedral. Oh, have, you read, have you read Röd Orm? No, I have not. Uh, I'm not sure what it's called in English. There must be a translation. Uh, it's a really good book. It's a, basically about a Viking going down and fighting as a, a mercenary down there. I need to read it again. It was very nice. Um, and uh, so they had, a, like, because they were so hardy, of course, they uh, had, uh, they could, uh, the Legion could grow pretty, qu pretty quickly because Fenricians survived the traumatic uh, transformation into Legionaries. Then we go forward a bit and uh, we come into one of their. The uh, first conflicts with uh, Russ at the head. Uh, it was at the Wheel of Fire, which was an area of space with like a lot of nebulas and stuff, controlled by orcs. Uh, the Imperium it didn't really have a lot of resources, but there were a lot of orcs in there, and they, so the Imperium were like, "We can't ignore it anymore. Someone needs to take care of this." Uh, Rusk goes in. He attacks on multiple fronts, as we have seen before. Like they divided the legion. Some went after. You know, for decapitation strikes, some went into just single ships going around and harassing the orcs. Uh, kind of like a, a Viking raid thing going on. 
Uh, and they, they used master navigators. They got these like highly trained navigators and they used them to you know, go into the warp and then suddenly jump out of the warp and surprise their enemy. You know, that you could just be right next to an orc rock or something, uh, which I think is a kind of a cool strategy. Probably pretty risky, but uh, yeah. it seemed to work well. Uh, it went on for five years uh, until they killed all the orcs and they lost a third of their legion during this time. And Enoch, the old leader, he died during this. Oh. This fight. No, it's too Enoch. sad. So you can't have Enoch in your army unless you're doing a crusade, of course. <laughs> um, the Fang, you mentioned a bit, is the great citadel on Fenris. It's on the polar continent. And uh, the, uh, that's where Lehman Ross went after this campaign. It was like, I will return to Fenris and I will rebuild my legion. They had like 15,000 survivors at that point. And uh, they uh, did not go through with terraforming uh, Fenris. Uh, because uh, I guess Ross thought like, no, we should keep this deadly place because the hard climate breeds strong warriors for my legion. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, there's even that's speculations. How that's how you do it. There's even speculations that they went about and um, collected people from other planets that had si- similar like barbarian tribes, and they like flew them into Fenris to have a higher amount of people. Well, be- because so many died, they needed more people on Fenris. Oh, I think that's that a really cool idea. But they still like most of them would still die, you know. But they just <laughs> oh, we need to. Yeah. And oh, how, well, this, this new Imperium is taking me on a holiday. Yay. Yay. Oh. oh, an ice world. Good, I brought my skates. Oh my god. What the <laughs> fuck is that? There's a pseudo primate eating my bones. <laughs> He's raping me. Um, uh, the, uh, the Emperor was held highest of all, uh, referred to as the All Father. Oh. Oh. Odin. Odin, holy shit. And um, Russ. This makes Lehman Russ pretty much Thor. Yeah, yeah. Why doesn't he have a, th- a hammer? He should kill Vulcan, take his hammer, and just go fucking smash faces. <laughs> I guess that would make it too obvious. I don't know. He can shoot lightning. Wow, what? what? Um, he started up uh, a tradition of having priests and scouts to. Um, Seed devotion for the emperor, which is kind of ironic when you're the super loyal and you fo- follow the emperor who is like, No, we should be atheists. Oh, I, how do we make our people even more atheists? Let's have priests who say that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Once again, uh, hypocrites. Hypocrites. <sighs> like the skull thing is really cool, like that they, just, they don't have any written down stories that they all. Yeah. It's a oral tradition. Yeah, that's nice. If you catch and my drift, is it? Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, isn't that also in Horace Harris' novel uh, about the space wolves? Yeah, Prospero Burns is that the one? Right. Yes. Yeah, Where they follow uh... Caspar oh. Halser. Yes, exactly. What he becomes uh... a scald. Yeah. I, I, I remember I didn't really like that book. I didn't like it as much as Thousand Sons, at least. But then I'm a dirty trader. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Should read it again. 
I think I felt the same. Yeah. The um the phenomenon 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 uh, that made them extra bestial is known as the Canis helix. Basically, that their gene seed makes them it gives them enhanced sensory systems and elongated canines. Oh, well, your teeth are so big. Oh, so much better for me to smile at you. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they get an animal appearance, uh, and this could also lead to the curse of the wolf. And you know, yeah, we talked about that a bit. The crusade carries on. They uh, keep on stacking up many victories. One of them, in one of them, they um, manage to get their holds on an STD, which is for an old type of battle tank. Oh, wait, did I say STD? Uh, yeah, STC. Is that STD? Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> in one of them, Lehman Russ contracted uh, hyperactive <laughs> STD. Oh shit! You have si- Xenos type of gonorrhea. So I was thinking, like, is it STD or is it STC? Wait. <laughs> of course, it's an STC. I'm sorry. Uh, for, and they're like, what "Does this do? It's for an old battle tank." And the mechanic was like, "Let's name it after Lemon Russ in honor of his name." And that's why we have the Lemon Russ battle tank. Wow! Who would have known? Yes, I think uh, they started exchanging uh, the Malkador tank for the Lemon Russ. Ah, during this. Oh, okay, it was cheaper, probably, because the Malkador yeah. is better, right? Or well, it's Maybe. sturdier. Mm-hmm. I think it's got like a does. It's got a subatomic engine on it. Uh, oh yeah, you need uh, an atomic, of course. And also, <laughs> the Lemanrus has a lot more variants. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think it's probably. It seems a bit like a, a Soviet way to go. Also, like let's pump up more cheaper, smaller tanks, maybe. Yeah. expendable and uh oh oh you're still running subatomic eh <laughs> ah yeah that's the problem you gotta move on to the atomics yeah. but do you think like a lemon rust battle tank do you think it's even atomic isn't it too small that's probably just like a hyper diesel <laughs> or whatever really the fuck they're using. the engines work because i mean they have exhausts and they yeah. have those uh doesn't the the kit come with like a you know this uh, <sighs> fuck my I lost words um, like a barrel that you could fill with yeah. uh, gasoline or something yeah diesel like a little this little thing like a little that you take and you and yeah like not, not, not like a big barrel but this smaller thing that you take it's like oh I gotta you know I run out of gas I take this and I run to the gas station I fill it up like a small fucking container what is it uh, is a barrel a fuel barrel so right? is it called a fuel barrel or a you know, like, those, like a little a square thing with a handle a jerry can oh, okay yeah that's my bit that might be it. uh because the jerry's have them or i don't know i don't know where the name comes from <laughs> oh you know okay so they're probably on some kind of liquid fuel don't you think they're probably not like yeah. a like a radioactive reactor. I don't know, no, because the like the, the Malkador has this rule subatomic engine. But I mean, what tanks actually have atomic engines? It feels like it's mostly Titan. Super now. heavy. Yeah, I guess. Because even fog blades have like fuel barrels on the back and yeah, plus exhausts. I don't know. Hmm. That's a bit strange. Who who knows? Who knows? Um, the, it was during this time in the Great Crusade that they started calling themselves the Space Wolves. So I guess that's pretty okay. So it's pretty late. Uh, they 
they just mimicked Horus. Maybe Horus had changed to uh, Sons of Horus. I guess no. it's earlier than that. It's earlier than that. Uh, they they took the uh, the icon of the wolf's head, and uh, everything was going well. But then, in the east of the galaxy, they suddenly came into contact with a terrible being uh, known as the Rangdan Cerebors. Cerebors. And of course, we have the Rangdan Xenocide. The most <laughs> terrible battle of the Great Crusade. And, yeah, that no gonna... one knows about. It's so, like, so weird that it's like the biggest battle and no one knows who they were. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Uh, we know that the Dark Angels were there, right? Wasn't yeah. the Salamanders there? Wasn't it a part of that where they were really important because they were resilient? No, uh, there was a third legion, but they don't say which one. So it can, it could be one of the le- one of the two missing legions. Ah, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. It's probably is because I'm gonna read here from uh, from Inferno. Uh, whole expeditionary fleets went to their deaths without a single survivor. Worlds were laid to waste. Dozens of Titan legions were obliterated, and by the end, entire Space Marine legions, redacted section, lost to the Imperium. Hmm. Hmm. I think that's that's very interesting. Of course, it's always fun to speculate about the missing legions. Uh, I think it's been hinted a lot that the space wolves killed at least one of them, right? Yeah. I mean, because they are the executioners, so at least one of them must have um, fought against the emperor or like turned against the emperor, and then were like were yeah. Doomed to their death, and then the space wolves kill them. Yeah, uh, it doesn't say anything in here, and I like that they keep it kind of vague like that. But this section, I think, could also just as well say that maybe an entire legion actually got killed, or more or less, and the Primarch might have died fighting the, the Rangdan genocide. Uh, and uh, wasn't it all after that that a lot of some legions were boosted with more, like the Ultramans might have been? I don't after know that, if it's or... after that one or. It was because of the second legion that disappeared. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, as I say, it's nice that they have these uh, mysteries because I always like that about yeah. the the 40k universe that there are these. Uh, Who knows? Could there mysteries. be? Because Could... and also I hate when they when they like explain them later. Too much. On. Yeah, and, like it kind of ruins the mystique. Yeah, it's you, not. You always want like some hints, but you never want the full truth. Yeah, I like that. Like there might be turnits on Fenris. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, and so it was. Uh, it was, of course, a tough blow being there. Uh, after that campaign, they became known as the Executioners. So is that because they executed the the Rangdan, the Rangdan dudes, or were were perhaps this missing legion in cahoots with the Rangdan, with their allies? And they, the space was had to eliminate them. Who knows? Uh, they won it together with the Dark Angels. But the Dark Angels didn't really like the space wolves after this. They've always been sort of enemies. Or enemies, but distrusted allies, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and they became more and more isolated. Is it because, uh, like, the Dark Angels, they're based on, like, uh, British knights? Ah, yeah. They don't like, like British them. medieval. And then you have the Vikings who's coming and raiding their... The monasteries don't like them. Don't like them at all. <laughs> and people don't really didn't really trust the space wolves. And they they were of course like the emperor 
uh, and then Ross, and that's the only authority they care about. They don't really care about other legions. To other legions, they started. They were seen as barbarians, more or less, because you know they have those trinkets and stuff, and they speak in their own language, and it's like, oh, they seem so barbaric. But maybe they're not really when you get to know them. Uh, they went on many secret missions to, you know, the emperor is like, oh, I need someone to eliminate these extremely dangerous beasts that no one else could do. So send the executioners. Another thing that made them stand out is that they had no librarians, they had no chaplains, and they didn't have any warrior lodges. They had their own shit instead. Yeah. Which made it difficult for Horus or Lorgard to manipulate, manipulate them, of course, but he found his chance when he knew he knew that they hated Magnus and the, the psychers. Uh, and so it wasn't hard to, for him to like, oh, you know, oh, Magnus has been a bad boy. Uh, the space wolves need to be sent to, to bring him to censor. And then Horus is like, mm, actually, when you're there, you might as well just kill them all. <laughs> I guess he, he had a, probably had a part to play in that because he was getting rid of two problems at once, Horus, having Magnus and Russ fight against each other. <gasps> That's a story for another time. Uh, now, uh, let's move into the structure quickly. Um, mm -hmm. They are made up of 13 great companies of about 10,000 marines each. And uh, they, they are called by their numerals. So you have the third company is known as Tra, for example. Some kind of Scandinavian-ish translation. It's not that they're called one, two, three, well, et, two, three. Not really, but the first is called On, and the third is Tra. I feel like they have some kind of connection there. Um, and then within these great companies, you, they had several, you could split that into smaller parts that are either company-sized or just a small warband or something. And they're led by warlords, jarls, or claw leaders, things. Yeah. They're basically personality cults in a way, because it's like, if you have a guy who's I'm really strong. I'm Jarl. Jarl Olaf, and I have two axes. And people are like, fuck, Olaf is cool. And then uh, they basically follow him because they follow Jarl. strength. Classic name. But yeah. Isn't that, I think the, the, what became like the British Earl, right? Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think you're right. It's like a, not, a Jarl was never the king, but he was like a senior advisor to the king, right? Think? Yeah, like a like a local leader of a smaller yeah. kingdom or sp yeah. smaller thing, but never like the the big big king. Yeah, and these forces were not even evenly distributed. They it's not like the ultra means where everyone must have uh, you know everyone must have this tank and this tank and this tank for you know so you can handle everything. It's more like well, some of them might not have any siege equipment at all. It's like ah. We don't care about that. Some that stood out are the first, On, the veterans, and the seventh, the Landaivan, the destroyers. So they, the seventh had like destroyers and siege weapons and phosphex. Then they had their, their priests that we will talk about. And they were, at their maximum, there were about uh, 130,000 marines. But they sent 75,000 of them to Prospero. Oh, well, yeah, a lot of them had died before, then 75 went to Prospero, and 25,000 were about scattered all over. Hmm. And that's where they stood at the start of the, uh, the Horus heresy. heresy. 
what, yeah, what is the name of the game we're playing? <laughs> the Crusade? Yeah. yeah, it's really cool that they have like a different structure than other legions. Yeah. And they have uh, different offices for the librarians and the, the uh, chaplains. Yeah, it seems much more vague and much more fluent, their structure. It's like, well, here's a cool warband. You could make up a warband very easily. And like you, you could justify anything. In this warband, yeah. we have lots of jet bikes and stuff because we're led by fucking Jarl Gunnar. And Gunnar has a... He Gunnar started a as a... For jet bikes. Yeah. Even, ever since he rode his moped, he's now a <laughs> dangerous jet bike guy. Uh, the last thing about the structure is that their flagship is called... Uh, well, yeah, do you know how to pronounce it? Rafnukel. Rafnkel. No. I don't. When I when I read it in a book, I always read it like Frankel. But that's completely wrong because it's Rafnkel. Rafnkel. Yeah. We and, and if we can't, how could anyone else pronounce it? I mean we should know this. Is it the name from Nurseology's now? Is it like uh it must be something called that? Odin's horse or something? Isn't that Sleipner? Oh, yeah. Sleipner. Fucking eight legs. It's a lot of horse. <laughs> but, but they have a big-ass uh, flagship. Uh, well, and now you heard this, so you're probably very interested in, like, oh, I want to start an army. How do they perform on the battlefield? How do they play? So let's go into their rules. This is uh, a fun part. Have, have you seen Space Wolves played? I've, yeah, I've been owned by Space Wolf uh, Drop Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. With, Li- with Russ, I think, in it as well, yeah. Uh, that was fun. Uh, that's, I think that's most, that's most of my... Yeah, what I can remember. Uh, wait, but I also played... Yeah, I must have faced... No, yeah, they... No, sorry. Uh, I faced yeah. Iron Hands last time. Yeah, last I, I haven't played them since I'm loyalist but i have seen them yeah but i, I, I would say that they're they're a legion no they're, they're a legion with i i think a lot of drop pods when i think of space wolves i don't know why <laughs> because of that one time you play them no no no, no but i've always i've always thought of that I, yeah yeah the legion that's, that's if i think about who would take drop pods i would think space wolves maybe blood angels yeah. do you have any other legion that you like really think they are they are the drop pod army Sons of Horus. Yeah, yeah, they could also work. Um, and maybe world leaders. Yeah. I mean, every, every legion could have such a list, but I, I just feel like I've seen it more with Space Wolves. And I'm not sure if that's a prosperous thing. Because to... that's the, the one time. Because I haven't really seen any dropboard <laughs> armies except for that one. To be, to be honest. Oh, really? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, wait, that one Emperor's Children army. That's that's the only. Oh, you mean okay? You mean that we fought? You mean drop pod armies that we fought? No, that's true. That's true. But I think I've seen more space space wolf drop pod armies online at least. That it seems to be a theme. Maybe I'm just making up my own reality as usual. Who knows? Who knows? It would be a cool cool army to make. I've always yeah, wanted to make yeah. a drop pod army, but uh-huh. it seems a bit like a one trick pony as well. Like yeah, kind of play the same game over and over maybe. Or not. Yeah, I feel that as well. I don't know if I would like to play it. I would like to play it for like an event or something. Or, you know, like a specific, let's play Prospero to have drop pods. But I don't know. Just, otherwise, 
the rules for this legion, they uh, are legionus astartes, so they can always regroup regardless of casualties. Bestial savagery, they get plus one weapon skill bonus in a turn when they have charged. They also get counterattack rule. And if they uh, have been charged or countercharged, well, if they have charged or countercharged, they must make make a sweeping advance if they're able to. It's like, why not? So, like, and it also says, if a unit with this rule has won a combat on a turn when they charged or countercharged, they must make a sweeping advance. So if you charged and you stay in combat and then the next turn you win, then you don't need to sweeping advance. Yeah, I don't see, like, why, why would you ever not, not do this? Yeah, why would you ever not do it? Unless oh, because there's no negative. Like, yeah, no. Unless you're like a a cool iron hands and you want to shoot them when they run away instead. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, Hunter's Gate infantry models with this special will add plus one to the run and consolidation distances if they're not equipped with jump packs or terminator armor. That's nice. Just a bit bit faster. Uh, preternatural senses. They ignore night fighting. They can re-roll the dice to determine which table age they arrive when outflanking. Really nice. Cool. And is, that, is that for the whole army or just uh, Legionus Astartes ones? Legionus Astartes. Mm. So it's I'm not sure how that works infantry. if you're in a... You know, I guess not if you're in a tank or something like that. Mm. Um, infantry models cannot set up within 18 inches of them during infiltration, regardless mm. of line of sight. It's because they can Sniff you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone here. <laughs> hey, um, I see you over there. Yeah. I smell you. You need to back up a bit. Back up, back up. Oh, that's it. That's perfect. <laughs> they are, for some reason, uh, they really like to have uh, a lot of leaders. So uh, if you, you must include at least one HQ per 1,000 points in your army. And if you're playing 1,001 points, you must have two HQ choices. If you're playing 2,001 points, you must have three HQ choices. And, oh wait, this is really strangely written here. I, did, I haven't noticed this before. This is from the FAQ even. So 1,001 to 1,999 points, uh, two HQ choices. Then it says 2,001 to 2,099. So if you play 2,000, there, nothing, there's nothing here that's <laughs> such a silly typo. Well, if you're playing 3,000 or more, you must have four HQ choices. And you're like, well, that doesn't work with the force org. You can only have three. Uh, but this is just like, well, then you can take an extra one. It doesn't matter. You just take an extra. Uh, so they, they do like their, their leaders. Then they, can also, um, they can't take chaplains, librarians, or primus medicaes. They have their priest of Fenris instead. And they have to take Grey Slayer units as compulsory troop choices instead of anything else. And all other troop choices are support squads, so tactical squads or breachers or such. So you've got to fill it up with Grey Slayers, which is not a big problem because they are really cool, I think. Yeah, they're awesome. Like the most fun troop choice. Yeah, definitely, definitely. they have their own warlord traits that they have to choose from. One of them gives like D3 units uh, defensive grenades and fear. One of them gives uh, a special ability, Howl of the Death Wolf, which is like 
For this turn, run and charge distances can be uh, re-rolled. Wow. It's like a, a wog thing you have to do. Oh! <laughs> uh, the warlord can get rage. The, they can get moved through cover. And when shooting at targets within 12 inches, they ignore cover on them. Kind of cool. But that's just the warlord and unity joined. The warlord can get preferred enemy and feel no pain when fighting a challenge. And they can get stubborn. So they're all good. I would say they're on average better than the ones in the, the yeah, for the rest of the legions. Yeah, I mean, because tactical marines, they're shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> most of the time. Who wants to take them anyway? Uh, assault marines, like, you have some more mobility with them. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, Greysayers are equal, if not better, at close combat because all of them can take power axes. Yeah, yeah, and they can also take combat shields. Uh, and breachers, it's nice for some metallus, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could take, but yeah, they're very versatile. Uh, must be one of the funnier units to to uh, to build. Um, they they have some other special uh, equipment, so you can uh, take a Fenrisian wolf. Wow, have a up to two Fenrisian wolves for a praetor or centurion. Uh, if you don't, if they're not equipped with a jump pack, I I would guess that they can't be equipped with a bike or a jet bike either. Um, but maybe because they are a, a wolf is like, uh, isn't it a beast? No, wait, it's just infantry. Huh. Is it just infantry? Yeah, it's just that. Here, uh, what what does beast do anyway? Beast is like cavalry or something. I think you could run tw 12 inches or something at least. Or you move 12 and then charge. It's mm. something, something like that. Uh, anyway, you, that's like you, you buy an extra pet wolf. And it's like a space marine in stats. But it has two attacks. It can't shoot, of course. You can upgrade it to a cyber wolf and give it feel no pain. So, I mean, if you want to get some nice saga going about your, your predator with his pet wolves. I, this could be a nice... Nice thing. Then they have their frost uh, frost weapons. Uh, they have a they're basically like if if your independent character uh, has a power weapon, you can then exchange it. So you first have to buy a power weapon, and then you have to upgrade it. So for five points, you can get a a sword, an axe, or a claw. Or for ten points, you can get a great frost blade. They're basically like the sword is like a power sword, but it's plus one strength. The axe is like a power axe, but it's plus two strength instead of plus one. So they're better. The the claw is like a lightning claw, but it's plus one strength as well. They're all specialist what? weapon though. So the, the oh, claw yeah. is also it's just like a lightning claw, but yeah. a bit better for the same price as another frost weapon. What? For because lightning mm. balls are always more expensive than power weapons. Really? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So a power weapon plus five. So I guess te 15 points usually. You can get a, a like that kind of claw. It's mm. probably the same point as a lightning claw usually costs them. Uh, mm. But they do have specialist weapon. So you don't get any extra attacks. Which I guess is always the case for a lightning claw. No, wait. Can you have two frost weapons? Uh, possibly for some dudes. I'm not sure. Because you exchange your power weapon, right? So if you yeah, so I power think weapons, 
if you can do that, I guess you could do this. Um, but that's like the uh, trade-off is like, like an axe and a claw. That'd be cool. Oh, that would be cool. That would be really cool. I think the trade-off is you you get plus one strength for the weapon basically, but you lose an attack, more or less, because it's a specialist weapon. But maybe you can get around that. And then, but the the great great frostblade is really good because it's plus one strength, AP two, so that's like a paragon blade. Mm. It's it's master crafted, and I mean, so that's the cost of a power weapon plus ten points, so that's maybe twenty points for this. And if you get master crafted, it's two handed, so instead of specialist weapon. So I guess you don't you don't get an extra attack for it in that sense. But it has reaping blow. So you fight at minus one initiative, but if you're in base contact with more than one enemy, you get plus one attack. Hmm. So it's pretty well, good. Was this uh, who can take these weapons? Anyone? Uh, independent characters. All right. So only only your cool guys. But uh, also some of their special units uh, have these weapons as options. They have a special Aether rune armor. It's like an, oh, whoa, it's like Artificer armor, but... But better. Yeah. It's uh, a plus one wound, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can re-roll Deny the Witch rolls, uh, which is also cool. You can give it to a Praetor, Priest of Fenris. Uh, they can exchange their Artificer armor for this for 20 points. So I guess 30 points then in total. I think it's kind of weird when it says you, they can exchange... Blah 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 for that, and you have to mm. buy buy that first. Why Some of them that? have it base, like uh, oh, okay, base oh. and uh, uh, Iron Father if you have Praetor, but maybe they don't have that. But he also get it base. Oh, okay, but that makes sense. That's why you would. Uh, okay, okay, that okay, that makes sense. Uh, first special unit, Death Sworn Pack Elites. 175 points gives you five of these bad boys, and you can buy five more for 25 points. Pretty fucking cool. They're like a space marine in stats, but they start with artificer armor. They have uh, two attacks as well. And they come with bolt pistol, power axe, not frost axe, Ooh, power nice. axe, um, frag crack grenades, a stasis bomb, uh, which basically gives you some bonuses. In close combat, it's like uh, I think it slows down your enemy. They count as being equipped with defensive grenades, so no extra attack if you charge them. And if you try to fall back, you must roll an additional d6 for the fallback distance. Like, oh, that's Mm -hmm. strange. But you can also throw these stasis bombs like a small blast that has pinning, gets hot, and flesh bane uh, 2 plus with AP2. That's Ooh. pretty fucking scary. Yeah. But they're also very... I think that must be a hint to Lucas the Trickster. Did yeah. he have a stasis bomb with his heart or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Implanted. In because Space Marines have two hearts, but he removed one, but a stasis bomb there. So yeah. when he dies, he also removed the, the guy they killed him. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of fun. And the Death Sworn are part of the cult to Morkai, which is like their god of death. They're, I guess the, like the death company or something, they're... Yeah. They're sworn to die. They're like suicide yeah, missions. Really cool. Uh, yeah, and they can take... Yep. 175 points for five, right? For five, yeah. So pretty expensive. But uh, you can give the, you can put them in a Rhino, Land Raider, Phobos, or Proteus as dedicated. Kind of nice. Uh, and you can give them like Power Fists, Great Frostblade, Thunder Hammers. Well, one in five can take that, though. Yeah. Uh, one thing that's kind of cool is that they have no character in the squad. And they don't have uh, mm. 
chosen warrior, so you can't challenge anyone. Like, <laughs> yeah. kind of strange. Yeah, they're fucking uh, arm to the teeth, though. Like, for that, yeah, part, you yeah. artificial <laughs> armor and power axe and stasis bombs. It's pretty rad. Yeah, and you can give the entire squad melta bombs or rad grenades. Ooh, rad grenades, <laughs> sure. Just lowering toughness, and uh, yeah, that would be cool. Uh, some special rules the cult of Morkai, they are. They cannot be joined by any Infernal character other than a priest of Fenris. Uh, and if it's a speaker of the dead, uh, you can take the unit as his command squad sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah, kind of cool. The dreams of the, de- uh, the death wolf. They are fearless when they're locked in assault. And if they are slain during the assault phase before it has fought, it can still make it its attack at initiative one as if it was alive that's kind of cool uh, as long as so- someone is still alive in the squad so if you nice. have power access fighting at initiative one and everyone is killed by one but one you still get to attack uh, one final attack before i die oh. so they're they're just really cool um, yeah. the other elite choice are the varagur the wolf guard terminator Wolf, wolf guard terminator wolf, wolf. Uh, yeah you start by five and you can buy up to five more for 44 uh, 42 points each uh, they have cataphracty armor a combi vulture and a frost blade axe claw or sword you can choose you can choose they're like uh, term- basic terminators but they have uh, five banana weapon skirts <laughs> Yeah, and that gives a special rule. That's true. They actually, yeah, that's, they actually have models then. I guess the Death Sworn don't have any, no, any models by Forge World, but uh, these guys do. Woohoo! But I guess you could pretty easily convert them to make them look good or something. Just yeah. fix that. For I think I would convert like both of these. Ah, oh, yeah. Buying any? Yeah, that's that could be. Uh, they they have weapon skill five, and the uh, sergeant has two wounds. And three attacks. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. Like that, the sergeant has two wounds. Yeah, I like that mechanic. They could do that for. I mean, because people have been like, "Oh, why don't Gorgons and Phoenix Terminators have two wounds like the, the big boys?" But this could be a cool intermediate. Yeah, and the the standard bearer and uh, uh, oh yeah, the command squad. Yeah, yeah, he has two that's wounds true. as well. That's true. Uh, they can, of course, exchange for some uh, Power Fist, Chain Fist, Thunder Hammers. Uh, another cool thing is that any model can take Combi Weapon, a second Frost Blade, Axe Claw, or Sword. They can go double for the, the Frost thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyone can take a Heavy Flamer. Anyone can take, take a Reaper Auto Cannon. So you could have 10 of them with Reaper Auto Cannons. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> they have some, they cause fear. They are implacable, so they and stubborn. So scoring, crossing, cr- crossing, crushing charge. If they charge more than six inches, they make hammer of wrath attacks at strength five. They have Lord's Bane, which is like they like to uh, kill the enemy leader, so they can all issue and accept challenges. And if they win, they add plus one to their combat results. Whoa. Next one, we have troops. Grey Slayer Pack. This is the standard troop then for a Space Wolf army. Yeah, I think uh, back in the days, 
Yeah. Also, they had blood claws and gray slayers as well. So yeah, the gray slayers were like the the real space marines, and then it, the blood claws were like their scouts. Yeah, but with the crazy hairdos, right? Like, uh, yeah, all of uh, them. But I, except for the hair, I like the idea of the scouts being a bit just cra- because weren't they like twenty in a in a squad or something, and they all had close combat weapons or I don't know. Maybe they were just yeah, ten. They had like they only had Blitzscout three as well, I think. The, yeah, they were a bit cool. a bit worse, but they were pretty cool. They were just yeah. berserkers. Uh, the Grey Slayers cost 125 points for 10, and then they cost 10 points each. So that's that's the same as the Tactical Squad. Their stats are the same as the Tactical Squad, they, but they start with Bolt Pistol and a Combat Blade or Chainsword, so they don't start with a Bolter. So in that sense, they're a bit... Well, they're like... A, you, because you could make your Tactical a, a Spoiler Squad for free, right? And yeah. do them so they would be the same. But, uh, but it, yeah. Can you buy bolters for them? Huh? Yeah, but then it's two points each. So then they're mm. suddenly more expensive than a regular, which I think is cool. It's good. Yeah. It, so regular marines have... start with a bolter, and then you can buy the close combat weapon for two points. I, so it's like I think a, you can. For, I, you think I think you can do it for free though for yeah if standard you, if you exchange it. But you can also oh you can close combat weapons. So you have oh yeah now I understand what you mean yeah 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 so it's you're right so if you do that then they're the same. Uh, but they can take combat shields for three points each. They can anyone can take a heavy chain blade for three points each. Oh, that's nice. Uh, or they exchange close combat weapon for a power weapon. For every five model uh, models in the squad, they can take a combi weapon, power fist, lightning claw, uh, hand flamer, plasma pistol, and the huskarl who is the sergeant. He can also take a lot of these crazy things. Basically, all I said above. And da, 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 da. only he can take melter bombs, though. Mm. So if you have, uh, I guess that's. But if you, ha- I mean, this is sort of like your uh, reverse, right? For Sons of Horus. Yeah, you can pretty but, much take whatever. But I think the reverse are even more modular, actually. Yeah, that's true. But they should be because they're they're elites. Um, yeah, they but, can all all take the like, weapons. Yeah. Uh, different everyone can take a power fist if they want one. Yeah. I <laughs> I would be yeah, very versatile for troop choice. I would be so brave as to say that this is the the most fun troop choice in the entire game. At least yeah. talking about legion, legionaries. Yeah, without having to take a right of war at least. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, um but they you the thing, you don't have to take they don't start at ten, right? Do they? Yeah, they start at ten. Oh shit! Because I was thinking, like, if you had dropouts and then you could put characters in. But... Oh, yeah, that that's true. That's a problem. You just need to take like a bigger thing, Charybdis or something. <laughs> yeah, if you have that time, I don't know. Their rule is crazy, right? Did, did you say that already? Oh yeah, the the warriors they can basically run or shoot and then charge. Yeah. But if they do so, they have minus one to the distance. Uh, their distance. Wow. Yeah, minus one to their distance. Mm. Yeah, so, so this but, is like the, the old uh, fleet? fleet rule. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you could run and charge. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Uh, I mean, they cannot voluntarily go to ground, but they can reroll failed painting checks. 
and then it's the charge. I mean, yeah, because I, I guess usually, well, I, you can charge, of course, but if you would run, then you would at least run one inch, and then the minus one to charge distance would be like negated anyway. Yeah. So it would al almost always be easier to charge with them. Yeah. And I guess if you're close enough that you're confident, you could just shoot before you charge uh, with your... But then you'd have to give them bolters, and I don't know if you want to do that or... Yeah, so they, they can they can charge after they shoot rapid fire weapons as well. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> that's yeah, otherwise it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I'm also looking at the uh, at the Forshaw website right now. Yeah. So how what can I buy if I want to start a space wolf army? You can buy upside down bolters. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can buy two upgrade kits for them. Uh, yeah. That includes like arms, like one ranged and one close combat. So the close combat one includes power axes and the combat shields and like a, a torso with a head on it and some some of those heads with masks and bare heads and stuff. I think it's awesome. Uh, yeah, I love um, I love the shields and I love the axes. Yeah, cool. I, I, I like the axes. I don't really know how I feel about the the wolf's head on all of them. I think it's a bit. Too much. Ah, okay, yeah. Maybe you could trim. Them I would have liked them more, like just runic or something. Yeah, yeah. And all like the the, the picture, like, oh, here are the space wolves. Look at these awesome torsos these guys are using. It'd be a shame if we fucking remove them. because <laughs> oh, those torsos would be perfect for the that elite choice, that artificer. Yeah. Oh, but they haven't removed them. Yeah, they have. You can uh, but they're they're still in the picture. Yeah. The... Mm. As well as but... the uh, transfers. Hmm. Bullshit. And they were cool. W weren't they? Weren't they Mark Three also? Yeah. Something. Oh, that's a shame because, of course, you could if you want to convert Space Wolves. There's a lot from 40k from that range that you could get. I'm not saying you should get everything because there's a lot that you shouldn't use. Also, <laughs> according at least in my book. Uh, but I mean, if you want to add some pelts or cool stuff like that, uh, there's a lot, right, to get from yeah. there. Um, how would you make them? If you would, obviously not baby blue then, but uh... no, I don't know what kind of what shade I would use. But uh... would you make them? Would you have a lot of uh, little wolf? Uh, tails hanging down from your bolter or like rabbit's feet or something <laughs> would you keep them I don't know pretty... I, I think I would like buy one box of uh, space wolves from 40k mm -hmm. and just spread that out over the entire army yeah uh, and be selective with the heads or with the hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no like crazy hair metal from the 80s yeah yeah uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I would mix both Mark Three and Mark Four because it makes sense that they would have both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And, and a lot of crazy Grace Layer packs with all the weapons. Yeah, you try and source different kind of close combat weapons too to put on the the Grace Layers. It's, yeah, because you can really be diverse with them, like because they're like such a non-standard legion. You can go a bit crazy with uh, what kind of equipment they have. 
Yeah. And then I would use the Cestus Assault Ram as a longboat. Yes. The oh, yeah. It's perfect for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to quickly mention, they have um, the option of taking uh, two special characters. Guy Gore, Fellhand, who is basically like a crappy guy with a... Well, he has like a lightning claw, but he, he only has a power armor. You can't take artificial armor. He has a refractor field. I don't know. The fell hand. It's a master crafted lightning claw. I don't really, I don't really like him that much. I don't really like the model of him either, because he he has that crazy hairdo. Like, what yeah. what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Then there's Varl Redblade, which I think is much cooler. The Ravager. He's like a like a praetor in stats, basically, but he has four wounds, and uh, he is in. Uh, Tartarus Terminator armor, and but he has an Iron Halo, so he has a plus invulnerable, and uh, he has a cool, uh, cool fucking axe, and he has a heavy bolter. That's pretty badass. That's pretty badass with a Terminator running around with a heavy bolter, just fucker. Yeah. Uh, and then he has some cool uh, special abilities and shit. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, and his uh, his axe. Known as Hearth Splitter, Hearth like the like a fireplace. Mm. Uh, uh, it is strength plus two, so strength six, AP two, uh, armor bane. <laughs> Can fucking split any tank. Uh, pretty nice, pretty nice. Then we have the Priest of Fenris. What are the Priest of Fenris? They're like a console sort of thing. And you can take either a Speaker of the Dead, which is like a Chaplain and Primus Medicaid in one. Because they have a Power Mall and they have some, uh, they give Phil no pain. They can shoot some poison and shit. And I think they also give, no, they're even better because they don't give Sellout, but they, gives, they give Preferred Enemy. So mm -hmm. uh, always, uh, always good at fighting. Or you can take a Rune Caster. Caster of Runes, Force Weapon, and then he has some stuff. He gives is a Psyker level 1, and he can get more Psychic abilities. And uh, yeah, he has some cool little rune hat that protects him from Psychic powers. Whoa, <laughs> kind of nice. The other option, because I was like, well, where is the Priest of Iron then? The, the third um, special priest. Mm -hmm. But that's actually not a separate entry. It's like, you can just take a Forge Lord Master of Signal or Pravian and make it say that that's your Priest of Iron. And then mm -hmm. they can get this uh, like better uh, that, that cool armor, the Aether Rune armor. Yeah. Or if you have a Forge Lord, they can take uh, Fenrician Cyberwolves instead of Cerber Automata. What? Cool is that? <clears throat> it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And um, the Pravian can give his uh, Battle Automata counterattack for 15 points. Oh, so, yeah, sense. yeah, some cool, some cool things. Rounding up, let's go through Le Man Russ and let's briefly mention their rights of war. And then I, I think we're done. Does that sound good? Yeah, Le Man Russ cost 4,000, 4,000, no, 455 points. It's a mega uh, dick kicker, yeah. But he, his stat line is like mostly sixes, so that's you know, average Primark. But he has weapon skill nine and initiative seven. Six attacks, so he's pretty high on those things. Uh, 
he can allow you to take those uh, cool Terminators and Legion Veteran Tacticals as compulsory troop choices. Mm -hmm. The uh, the the Legion Veteran ta uh, Tacticals can then take Warrior Metal Special Rule as their uh, Veteran Tactics. So that's nice. A ve mm. Veterans with that. Well, that's so cool. can run. So you can give them all combi weapons, right? Or can you give all Veterans that? Yeah, you could already give them. Oh, yeah. So ve yeah. Veterans running up, combi plasma, and then oh. charging. <laughs> oh, really crazy. Uh, he has that crazy cool armor that's 2 plus with a 4 plus invulnerable save, which is increased to a 3 plus against flamer, meltdown, plasma weapons. So he's sort of like Vulcan. Then uh, in close combat, he has a minus one penalty to hit. But that has at least been changed, so it's not stacking per turn. It's always minus one to hit and to a maximum of six plus to hit. You can always hit Commanderas. Yeah. He has two weapons. He has a sword that's strength six AP2 uh, with shred and sever life. Which is kind of crazy. So if you make a w one or more wound to a, an enemy and it's not slain, then you roll 2d6 and compare it to the toughness of that model. And I thought 2d6, so what, what the fuck? You're always going to roll more than 4, which is the toughness of like your Praetor or something. Mm -hmm. But I guess if you're fighting Mechanicum, that can be... Yeah. Well, do, you need, do you need to roll less or more? Roll 2d6 compared to the wounded model's toughness. If the result is greater than this, Mm. then you suffer extra D3 wounds at AP2. Ooh. But they never overspill. But still, I mean, like, what's the average on 2D6 is 7. Yeah. So even for Mechanicum, you most, you're almost always going to give, like, that's D3 extra AP2 wounds. Holy shit. Uh, or he can use his Axe, which is plus 2 strength, so strength 8 AP2, and has Sunder and Mastercrafted. So that one is Mastercrafted, but the sword is not. Hmm. Okay. Uh, What's the name of the weapons? The Axe of Hellwinter and the Sword of Balen Knight. Bale Knight, sorry. Uh, and then he has a fucking uh, rending bolter, more or less. <laughs> and he can take his wolfkin as pets. For 100 points, you get Freki and Gary. <laughs> Freddy yeah. and Gary. <laughs> they're like big fucking dogs yeah they have strength and toughness five four wounds each they have uh, they are ap4 with rending on their attacks but they're basically good because they can run around and they can look out rampage and uh i love this that gary has precision strikes but freki has crusader huh. <laughs> They're even called Freki the Swift and Gary the Cunning. Oh, how lovely that they're like, I am smart. I could see these guys being, <laughs> that's the smart dog and that's the, the, the quick dog. <laughs> I could see these guys being old uh, uh, space wolves that have been like. Yeah, definitely. Um, old captain. Maybe like the oh. old captain didn't die. He's turning to a wolf. Yeah, you mean Enoch. Yes. Enoch. That's Enoch, the retarded dog. <laughs> He's like a, a pug. A pug. It's a Fenrisian pug. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Kill it. Kill it. <laughs> I'm going to convert them into pugs. Fenrisian pugs. 
Wow. Awesome. Really good. Uh, yep, yep. That's pretty much it. And the last thing I just want to mention is that they have two rights of war. The first one is called the Pale Hunters. Which is like the coolest name for a right of war. Yeah, but maybe not the coolest right of war. But I love the Pale Hunters. Um, yeah, it's like one of those right of wars that, like, okay, from what I remember. I don't really remember what else is like. No, you get plus one to your reserve rolls. Yeah. Uh, a one nice. is still a fail. Yeah, well, plus one. That's that's nice. Um, all infantry units other than those in Terminator armor gain hit and run, but they roll 2d6 instead of 3d6 for the distance moved. So I guess usually it's jump infantry and stuff that have hit and run. But uh, that's like situational. I don't know. Hit and run. Does anyone ever use hit and run unless it's it's pretty Batman good. Like if himself. you're stuck in close combat in the enemy's turn, and, and oh, then, then you you can charge them again or something. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. That move away and shoot them or something. And also, if you can move away and then shoot them and then charge them, charge them because yeah, you're exactly. a space a space wolf. Yeah, that can do it. Um, and you if you charge against an enemy unit which is already locked in combat, you get an extra attack when charging. So that's pretty good. So that good. Uh, that, That's like the, what the Sons of Wars have with the Right of War that I have, but better. Okay, all right. In the Sons of Wars Right of War, they have to be locked in, an, like they have to be in an ongoing assault. So they have to have been oh. in close combat at the start of the turn, I think. Oh, in, in this case, you can just, I charge with this squad, and now I charge with this squad, and now you're locked in combat. Yeah. Sort of thing. Ah, oh, nice. But the limitations, you cannot take artillery or fortifications. That's not too bad. But you can't take drop pods of any kind, which is like a strange thing. Um, and you can only have a single heavy support choice. Yeah, maybe so, that's like because they're they're like kind of alone hunting, stalking someone for a long time and they don't have like a fleet prepared with drop pods and stuff. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I, I can buy into that. Uh, the other right is the bloodied claws. So is that a hint back to the blood claws? Maybe wasn't that the the name of yeah. the inductees, right? Yeah. Um, Grace there and assault squads in this detachment gain furious charge, and must always charge an enemy unit if they can. If multiple targets are available, you can choose though. Hmm. And uh, all units in this army add plus one combat resolution when they're in the enemy's deployment zone. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, they get the Howl of the Death Wolf. So that was like the... Uh, the war. Yeah, the war. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if your Praetor has that, you get an extra one sort of thing. Hmm. Limitations. You cannot take immobile artillery or slow and purposeful units, and you cannot take allied space marines. So, I don't think... Either of these are like super crazy. It's not, you know. Uh, the the bl- bloody claw seemed a bit lame. It's like, oh, yeah. all of them slightly better in close combat. That, that's yeah. Yeah, you want to have something. I mean, that's that, that's just like a nice bonus. But you want something that gives you a, a good theme also. And I guess they don't really have. Uh, you know, some would have like, oh, if you take this right, you can take Varagir or Terminator as troop choices. In this case, it's only going to take Lim and Russ. Maybe they should have like a Death Sworn thing, so you can take the Death Sworn as troop choices, uh, okay. and you you need to have a Speaker of the Dead or something, and it's like a suicide mission. I don't know, something like that. Could be kind of cool, could be, but mm. 
if all we, in all, I yeah. Well, if we go in like if in the next book they release another right award for all the legions again, like they didn't book six. Yeah, yeah. Six. And then they can throw something like that in. Yeah. Um, so I mean, all in all, I think rules wise and unit wise, they're really cool. They're one of the most uh, like a legion that has a a very distinct feel to it. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, like, like that they would they would always have troops that are different from any other legion you're playing. I think yeah. that's a cool thing. And uh, I can, I like the color scheme and I like the upgrade kit as well for them. Uh, I think I like I can like the story a bit more if you tone down the the wolf and the frost part a bit, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really like the like the the look of them. This dark gray is fucking rad. Yeah. So, so um, crazy weapons everywhere. Yeah, but then the 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 bad part, then the the hypocrites. <laughs> what would you say <laughs> yeah. about that? It's like the oh, no one else can have psychers, but we have psychers, but they're not really psychers. And, yeah, uh, it feels like <laughs> space wolves are trying a bit too hard to look cool. Yeah, <gasps> we're doing as the emperor says. It's cool. Super chats. Yeah, they are definitely super chats. <laughs> Look at us. Uh. But if you, I think you definitely make an, an army and a theme that's more dark and more, I don't know. I, they have potential. I feel like yeah. they have potential. Yeah, if I would do them, I would definitely do the, the Pale Hunters one. It's, it's really yeah. cool. Would you put round shields all along the sides of your rhinos so they look <laughs> like a longboat? <laughs> Yar! Raid and pillage! <laughs> Maybe like along the sides of your cestus, maybe. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> and I would put a mast on it and everything. Or like a dragon head at the front or something. Ah, no, a, a, better yet, yet, a wolf's head at the front. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a really fun army to, to make. Yeah? How likely like... are you to make a, a space wolf army? Mm, it's hard, I guess. Mm -hmm. Might do it. It would be a mm -hmm. cool summer toss force. I think it would be fun to play with as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the individuality would be awesome to make a small strike force or something, as you said. Like, because you could even it would be just like, oh, the, look, there's there's Ragnar. That's that that guy with <laughs> with the power fist. He always he always uh, does good. And then uh, oh, there, there's uh, Orvar. That's another cool guy. And if you need if you need cool names, just just contact us. If you're like, oh. <laughs> I live in I live in Australia and I don't really know any cool Nordic names. Could you help us? And we're like, oh, no problem. Uh, Jerker, it's a really really nice name. Grieger, Jer Jerker, Jerker, Grieger. <laughs> uh, <we laughs> it's kind of like when you go to Asia and you get a cool tattoo, which like, a, oh, it means you know, it means forever, and it just means you're you're a whore or something because you don't know. <laughs> we could do that, but with Oh, this is a very, this is a totally no, normal Swedish name. Everyone is called that in Sweden. Yeah. Yeah, like personally as well, I already have uh, Sons of Wars as well. I think Sons yeah, of Wars are kind of similar in their attitude. That's true. That. That's what true. about you? Will you make Space Wolves? It would be fun to make a, a Grey Slayer pass to have that. Like, oh, this that, that cool guy, he has a a shield, and I'm a bit disappointed that they don't have any spear options. I think 
I would love to have uh, because don't they like isn't it a lot in the fluff like even Lehman Ross has a spear right that he you know kills Krakens and I thought that his Terminators would have spears yeah. I think that would look awesome they would be like the unique with having so maybe converting some Terminators with spears uh, huh? could, could be nice could be nice yeah, can, I would mm. Kraken yeah. no can you have like a power lances and I one of the power weapon options Oh, I, I guess, but no one. Wh- what is the stats of a power lance again? Why does no one take it? Why is it, it so bad? Four something. Ah, I guess that's it. Is it strength plus two strength or something? That's like the more on the charge. I don't know. Like, I don't even know if it's a thing or if I'm just making this up. But I think it's a thing. Is it in the? I need to. Do I have a summary of all the weapons here? Power weapons. Melee weapons. No, they don't have it. Oh. Alas, I would uh, definitely have uh, the cool guy with the uh, with the heavy bolter lead the army, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but like when you face the specials, mm-hmm. did did it feel different from playing different armies? Like, oh shit! All of his troops have fucking power weapons, and they slaughtered me, and they charged. 20 inches it's, it's been a while and i think it was one of the only orbital drop lists i've ever met i also or like yeah. just drop pods so that in itself was different enough like oh shit and i just cornered up and like oh i'm gonna have to stop them from killing all my guys turn one but that made me just get trapped in that corner and then they just uh, came at me one, of the, one by one uh so it didn't go well i guess yeah it felt no it felt like they were very elite in a way that even yeah even their troops had that capacity and and you know if you have a squad of 10 two of them can have power fists and they're not characters you can't kill them you can't single them out which is a real pain also uh, i felt like they're some of their leaders their priests and everything they were just really good because they had Felt like they had some kind of shenanigans with like they could just tank a lot of damage. I guess because they had like extra wounds or something. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was tough. They they were tough to meet. In a way, I guess it felt uh, correct because it felt like they were just they came down and they eradic- they executed me, just like <laughs> just like space wolves are supposed to do. But I want to, I would like to I would need to meet them in like a, just a standard uh, open field battle to have a better idea. Yeah. Oops. Also, I think Russ might have been there, and he scares the the shit out of me. Uh, not sure. Yeah, not many Primarchs could face him and live. Yeah, but now at least after the FAQ, it's a bit yeah, done. yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe Horus and Gilliman has a chance, but not sure if Fulgrim could take him. Actually, mm-hmm. not sure about damn, that. Damn, Space Wolves, you scary. Yeah, yeah, damn, bestial. And that's all I had. For but I yeah, as all, I love I love doing uh, Legion. I love learning more. Learning is uh, fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm sur- also I'm surprised that like not more people did space wolves when they came out. Yeah, it would be, like people would rush to because such an iconic Legion and people have been waiting long. And also we live in Sweden, so yeah, I feel like Thousand Suns were totally. They were much more popular in comparison. Yeah. Maybe Custodes also. Yeah. Uh, 
but no, yeah, Space Wolves not so much. Do you think? Uh, do you think uh, like out of White Scars, Dark Angels, and Blood Angels? I mean, White Scars a few people like them, and they've already started with them. Yeah. Right. But how many do you think will just start suddenly playing Dark Angels and uh, Blood Angels because they have also been very iconic? Yeah, I think Dark Angels will be very popular when they drop. Yeah. Yeah. But I know could be wrong. Yeah. But it could be they're potentially easy to paint and uh, mm -hmm. they have like a lot of cool war gear so I think yeah. people will like to play those mm. uh, Blood Angels is a really cool army to play yeah yeah Oh, especially like painting wise and modeling wise you could do a lot with them yeah they can look so glorious yeah the, as uh, wasn't it Spencer where he said like uh, molded uh, uh, chest plates on everyone, like uh, you know, everyone should have like a six pack, uh, yeah. chest plate. <laughs> it's sexy. Uh, anyway, I am really looking to that book because it will also have demons in it, and yes. I'm really fucking excited about demons. Mm. Mm. Especially if it's a sandbox demon army. Ah, so is, is there any hint when they're gonna drop it? I thought it could drop this winter, I, I think. Uh, but it mm, um, could also drop in five years. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Probably, I mean, they. when when is their uh, the next Forge World special day? Is that usually in like February or January or something like that? Yeah, that, after New Year, I think. Yeah, I mean, that would be a good time for them. So yeah, we'll have true. to wait, wait and see. Uh, anything you'd like to shout out at the end of the show? Uh, oh, this is the next Swedish <laughs> event, the BSK, right? Yeah, yeah. I think there was an event. The Varangian guys had an event in uh, uh, down in the south, in Malmö. Yes. So we'll... the Travis is just this weekend. Yeah, so uh, eager to listen to the post-battle episode on that, how it went. Yeah. Then we have uh, the Avarii in Malmö and BSK coming up, and Scandus. Yeah. Three big fucking events and buy your raffle ticket for uh, the night no not night night who wants night <laughs> titan raffle you heard me and support uh, a good cause of course against Duchenne's disease and with that I guess all we need to do is howl right uh, make a little howl at the moon and uh, uh, remember kids <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Should, should you well. do this in a Swedish accent? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. The first time ever. Nordic. I need, okay, I need to I need to because I have such a perfect English accent. This is hard for me. I have to channel my channelize my dad, my father, because he <laughs> has a wonderful swinglish when he talks. And you know, he is a farmer and he we used to have uh, Polish people working and picking uh, cucumber in summer and they lived at the farm and and they for them it was very good pay for no swede wanted to do that work of course and uh, he, he i think i we can pick cucumber tomorrow he always said sink instead of think that thought was very fun so uh, uh, yeah with that said uh, that's all about the uh, space wolf and uh, remember kids that uh, fulgrim he gives head but uh, fulgrim he also takes head 
So don't uh, lose your head. <laughs> <laughs>